0: Welcome to Rachel Lawson's Shadows in the Moonlight podcast of poetry and stories. We hope you enjoy them. Medicians Taken Story Wilkite Alexander was on a visit to the doctor because of her newborn baby Micah when the car was stolen with her baby in the car. In a moment of inattention, the kidnapper noted the baby was grey-skinned, an alien hybrid. Mrs Alexander, I'm sorry, but whatever you do, don't give in to his demands, said her husband's uncle, Bernard Alexander, the local police sergeant. If I give myself into to him, he will release my son Said Mulcye Alexander, a grey alien. No Mulkite, He's a conspiracy theorist. He thinks aliens are worse than vermin. Said the coroner, her husband's grandfather. He boasted if he caught an alien, he'd kill them. No, said Mulkite, crying blue tears, realizing, the baby may be dead already. She did not know what to do. Her husband was working and didn't know their son was taken. He was on stage as a stage magician, so she could not ring her husband to tell him. When he found out that his car and baby were taken by an alien hater who wanted his wife, too, he was devastated. He went So he's the only one he fought who could help him. Dad, I need help. Said the necromancer. Seeing him at the door of his father, the necromancer. So, you look like a big boy. Said the necromancer. The son hugged him. He was in tears. What is it? asked the father, realizing it was serious. An alien hate lunatic. Saw Mooka's car with Micah in it, said the necromancer. He was in tears. Oh no, said the necromancer, wishing he hadn't already known about it. He had been told he was to kill a madman who killed an alien baby by fate. He didn't know who the baby was. This confirmed it. He hadn't the heart to tell his son the truth. He demands we give him muka for Micah, said the necromancer. Don't let him be a Mookaite, said the necromancer. I'll deal with him. Thank you, Dad, said the necromancer. Recolite was driven crazy with worry for her baby out of desperation. She contacted the kidnapper and met him to trade her life for her baby's life. The kidnapper took her with glee. She was taken to her baby. She found it had been murdered and stuffed like a grotesque hunting trophy, as a mere freak of nature, to her horror. It was her baby. Part of her. It sickened and scared her. She feared what? She feared what was going to happen to her. She felt stupid for not telling anyone what she was doing. She was tied up and interrogated on when her people were coming to take over the planet. She swore they weren't till she could never speak any more. He put a noose around her neck. She was at her wit's end. She would miss her husband, but thought she would be with her baby, she thought. He kicked the chair. She stood on away. She was hung for three minutes. When close to death she fainted, Finally, said the alien, later, thinking her dead, growing impatient, he took her down, stripped her body of clothes. She wore, and wondering what the magician saw in her, to him she was ugly. He sat, thinking how he was going to display her body before he got her there and stuffed her. He decided to withstand her nude, as if standing naturally. What did aliens need clothes for anyway, he thought. He placed her on a table to gut her. She slept still. He put a knife to her chest. She woke screaming. Startled, he halted his work. Then raised his knife, meaning to kill her. He stopped. Let her go. Ah, uh. we snarled. Why do you care for this alien trash? She's an invader. I'm doing the Earth a service, said the alien hater. She is nothing of the sort. She's the sister of an ambassador, said the voice. They are here for peace, not war. No she's an invader, said the mad theorist. You are insane, said the voice. Let her go or die. Leave or I'll kill her, said the alienator. Do not think I'm a fool I leave and you won't kill her, said the voice. Who are you? Asked the alien hater. The necromancer, you murdered my grandson, said the voice. The alien hater dropped dead with a sword in his back. Wilkite was happy. She was saved. Then she realized she was naked. She felt awkward. Thank you for saving me, said Milkaard. Excuse the clothes. The necromancer helped her up. It's all right. We can't avoid it, said the necromancer making clothes for her to put on and walked over to his stuffed grandson. I'll make the police a personal visit and tells him what happened. He will pay for what he did to Micah in this world and the next, said the necromancer. Good thing your husband wasn't here. He'd tear him to pieces, if not stuff the killer of his son himself. Rika Ida dressed. She did not look at her son. I'll take you to the police, said the necromancer. The necromancer teleported my guide and himself to the police station. There was a big panic in the station, as an alien and a serial killer wanted by the police peering would usually cause I come in truce. I found this lady about to be murdered. I saved her for you. She is very distressed. Her son was murdered and stuffed,' said the necromancer. "'By you?' said a policeman. "'No, I'm shocked too,' said the necromancer. "'Where is the killer?' asked Reynard, not recognising his grandnephew. "'I killed him,' said the necromancer. "'He was trying to hang this lady.' The necromancer walked out of the men's room. What's with all the noise, he said. Lance said Murkite, running into his arms, bursting into tears. Ruka, the necromancer, said, are you all right? Now we are together, I am, said Murkite. The necromancer smiled, and the necromancer saw him and smiled. McGraw kissed her husband, he kissed her, and the necromancer teleported away as the police decided to arrest him. Thank you for listening to Rachel Lawson's Shadows in the Moonlight podcast of poetry and short stories by the author. Come back soon and you'll hear some more stories and poetry. By Rachel Lawson. Thank you for listening.